Welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a psych rewatch podcast. I am your host, Riggs, along with my additional hosts, JP and George. What is up, boys? We're back. You know, I, I still am not tired of the additional hosts bit. It's great. It's good. It it's really good. Yep. I have to say it every time. I mean, I, I have to. <laughs> we we talked about it. We debate it. Like, and it's it's here to stay. No, it's the right it. title. Mm-hmm. We're all additional hosts here. Riggs, it looks like you're um, recording from the beach today. I am. Yeah, I'm trying to. Be... Wow, that's where the new house is. That's where the new house is. It's it's less of a house and more of just a a spot on a beach. <laughs> looks but looks primo though. It's great. It's great. Yeah, so, so you built that Seinfeld set on the beach? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. impressed at the connectivity you have out there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's great. I construct. And from the look of it, it's real windy there. Do you have some sort of like wind powered modem going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything is kind of like wind or crank power, hand cranked powered. So it's 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 old school, but it works. It so works. You crank it a lot out there on the beach. All all day, baby. All <laughs> day. Things flood a lot because I'm so close to the water. Um, but other than that, it's real good. It's real nice. good. Really jealous. Really jealous. <laughs> I'm just sitting here in front of my white wall. Well, there, there's a beach in psych. Which is what my thought process was. So huh. I'm on board. You're in mm-hmm. Santa Barbara. I get yeah. it. Yeah. How are the streets? Are they safe? Mm, <laughs> kind of. I mean, there's always this weird, really involved murder that happens every week. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm not really involved in it. So I, I can't say. Seems fine. Beach community. But yeah, we're gonna be not only there's there was no murder by me, but there was a murder in this one. In fact. It's the name of the it's it's it. The word murder is in the title of this episode. We're talking about season two, episode six, the third in the 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 murder titled episodes, I guess there was three, in a row. three yeah, instances of murder in mm-hmm. the title. Yeah. And this one has not only once, but three times uh, we're talking about season two, episode six. Meet is murder ellipses, but murder is also murder. And he's not wrong. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. That's the title of the episode, but we, uh, why don't we get into the, the recap and then we'll, you know, we'll, we'll dive into it like we always do. And like we always do, we begin with the flashback and young Sean is trying to get ungrounded to see RoboCop uh, time stamps the flashback really well. It he does. It- I also got to say before yes. we even get any further please, is please. that <laughs> look, great idea by Sean RoboCop kicks ass, mm-hmm. but it's true. If comic books making cops look bad just by having just by having superheroes made uh, just by having superheroes exist made Henry mad. Um, I don't think that Sean is going to love his reaction to RoboCop. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's surprising that that doesn't come up because he tends to bring it up in every other conversation they have in the flashback. <laughs> Um, his, uh, Sean's plan was to make Henry muffins, but Henry, uh, quickly detects it was actually Gus who made them thwarting his plan. Coming back in. Yeah. Another comment on yeah, the flashback already. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have to admire Gus's attire. Yes. The apron. Where he says that he is wearing a cook em Dano <laughs> apron. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's delightful. And I think it really... It helps you see that there is some of present Gus in past Gus because mm-hmm. he is always so nerdy in those that I think it's good that they're finally starting to layer in some of the Gus that we know 
the way that they've been doing with Sean. I like but, that. I yeah. like that a lot. Guys, can I can I tell you something important before we continue? Of course. So by the ratings of deaths per 100,000 people. Wow. Okay? Mm-hmm. Murders, yes. murders, 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 murders by 100,000 people, okay? Santa Barbara has a population of just under 100,000. So let's just call it 100,000. Okay. Okay. We've got a murder every week, give or take. At least one. At least one, yeah. So let's call it 50. Okay. 50 murders per 100,000. They are the fourth deadliest city in America. (laughs) Gary, Indiana. Fourth. (laughs) Nope. Nope. St. Louis, Missouri. Followed by Baltimore represent. Followed by Birmingham, Alabama. And we come in just before Detroit, Michigan. So Santa Barbara, the... The fourth deadliest city in America. Yeah, and 50 feels like you're being generous, generous. to them <laughs> in terms of not that many murders, as in I think there are probably more murders than that based on this show. There's so many murders in that city. So anyway, what a what a dangerous city where they chose to to, to hang up hang up their own shingle. You know, they, it's a- really dangerous. Like eat shit, Detroit. Like Santa Barbara's <laughs> got your number. <laughs> And they have, I think you are being generous with the 50 because oftentimes these villains in, in these episodes, their their solution to everything is just, oh, we'll murder everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Like more <laughs> murders. Yeah. But sometimes sometimes we have like, well, okay, no, the spelling bee had a murder. Um, I, I, there's, there's ones without murders, right? Sure. I don't, is there? Yeah, I don't I know. I, there poker one? Was there a murder in the poker one? <sighs> that guy That guy lost his hand, but... Uh, um, that's what I noticed they about cut out. They cut out a sequence where he like escapes custody, and, like fires into the crowd a bunch. <laughs> wow. No one moved to this city. No one moved to this city at all. It's insane. It's just pure chaos. It's a joker <laughs> of cities. I understood why they cut that scene. It was really bleak, really bleak. Yeah. And there was like, no, a lot of psych scenes are, you know, there's this just little uplift at the end. There wasn't. It was kind <laughs> no. of just like a cut to black. It led nowhere. It was just screaming. <laughs> it's oh, in the man. outtakes. It's yeah. in the outtakes. It actually, it turns out it wasn't even an actor. It was just, it was happening while they were filming. And they were yeah. like, oh, let's, you know, we can splice this in. And the worst part is that's where they had the pineapple for oh. that episode. Mm. <laughs> Bastards. They got us again. They got us again. A lot of murders. I, I think there is because I, I, I have noticed about this show that they squeeze the murders in there. A lot of times when it's like a white collar crime, a murder will happen like midway through the episode just because and then mm-hmm. it turns into a murder case. But I don't know. Sure. There's there's definitely one in this one, though. There's there's there been, is there is there is one in this one. OK, we finally escaped the flashback. We finally escaped the. Fl- oh, yeah, we yeah, we're all great. That's thank you. But now I know where I am. Um, <laughs> present day. Gus's uncle Burton is visiting from out of town. Cr- classic cranky old man. Mm-hmm. Sean meets them and learns Gus's family believes he is the actual psychic and Sean is his assistant to Sean's surprise. Gus has to keep up this ruse so he's not roasted by Uncle Burton. Um, uncle B tags along with them on the new case. Uh, Vince Wagner, local restaurant critic, dies after eating his wife's chicken soup. Sean encourages Gus to make some psychic predictions, minimizing his own work in the process. They speak with uh, Wagner's wife and immediately write her off as a suspect. She's great. She is great. Yeah. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. The, the 
I never broke two stars delivery. So good. Come on. But so Outrageous. sad. Yes, for sure. Very, very mm-hmm. sad. But because they're alluding to their sex life. Obviously. Oh, shit. I thought they were talking about cooking. <laughs> oh, sweet, innocent George. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm worldly. I knew. They're talking he knows. about fucking. He knows about fucking. Just ask him about it. <laughs> I know about it. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> Uh, they speak with Wagner. Yeah, immediately right around the suspect. Uh, back at the psych office, they realize the critic was poisoned, most likely by someone at a restaurant. It stinks. It- <laughs> <laughs> so true. I, I saw you trying to get in th- that in there for a while, but I'll drop that in in the beginning. You just gonna keep just- playing. You just gonna keep saying the critic. I will just keep saying it stinks. stinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, back at the police station, Gus informs the police of the poison. Their lead is a restaurant tour who received a bad review. They head to the first restaurant, Antonio's, and speak with Antonio. He tells them he hated Wagner and promptly is arrested by Lassiter. He's really speaking with his hands, mm-hmm. that chef Antonio. Yeah, he's got the whole bit <laughs> Mama <down>. Mia. <laughs> gabagoo. I made him gabagoo. That was a spicy meatball. ball. <laughs> Can we talk about the spicy meatballs in this episode? Because we Please. haven't gotten to it yet, but boy... God, they did the, the food in this episode. Looked mm-hmm. great. I wanted mm-hmm. to be part of this team. Oh, yeah, it's so good. The, the the montage that, yeah, it's coming up here. It's just, yeah, I, it makes me hungry. It's like the Goodfellas scene. It's a classic good food scene. We're just being yeah. hungry. A montage. I love a montage, folks. Food, food montage. Did we get, did we get into Uncle, Uncle uh, Burton? Uncle Burton? Yeah, he's with them on the, uh, he's like kind of tagging around. He's classic cranky old man type. Um Famous, famous television and film actor John Amos. Oh, okay, that's good. You uh, always know the, the the side characters. I'm because I never do, so that's great. I, I, he was on um uh was he he was on Good Times, I believe it was what, mm-hmm. and he was he was in Roots. Um, he's he's had an amazing career, but also he plays curmudgeonly old man real well. In this. Real well, he crushes it in this. Another great um uh, bit part from a side character. Yeah, I think that especially uh, he shines because although he is a classic old man crank type, you know, there, he has a little extra going for him in terms of his earnestness. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is very enthusiastic about the things that he's enthusiastic about. Right. And I think that does help to distinguish him. Cop TV shows, for one. Certainly so. It was good. Also, the fact that this was Gus's namesake and he doesn't appreciate that Gus goes by Gus. They, I, I liked this character. I liked this character. It was, they added depth to Gus. They added, uh, anyway, sorry, sorry. Let's get back to the Reeks cap. No, please. Like this is, I I enjoy this discussion. I agree. And I agree with you. They, there was some levels to Gus that established that weren't previously to us, like his extended family and whatnot. And yeah, this was a good Gus episode. Great Gus. And the Gus gushes are, I'm excited to hear those because those are, I'm sure they're going to be numerous and hilarious. So, um, but yes, back at uh, at the paper or no. Um, so, yeah, uh, Antonio was arrested by Lassiter. Uh, they learn Wagner consumed a death cat mushroom and Antonio's leading to his death. Sean believes they have the wrong guy. Eighth, at the paper where Wagner worked, Sean and Gus uh, look at all the angry chef letters to get Wagner um, sent to Wagner to get leads. They visit all these restaurants with Uncle B to speak with the chefs. Turns out to be a dead end, but then realized someone at the paper who wanted Wagner's job most likely did this. 
Sean goes over, uh, Sean goes undercover at the paper as an astrological forecaster to get closer to the case. This was a nonsense part of the plot. It was, it was, it was, I liked it though. I just, I I liked the jokes that it, uh, that it uh, personally written horoscopes Mm -hmm. (laughs) where he had people in mind. (laughs) (laughs) Henry's all pissed about it. It's really Lassiter backing through doors for the rest of the episode. (laughs) That was great. I love that. Um, Yeah, with his uh, cast on, too, and he, like, falls one time. It's pretty great. (laughs) So later, Sean and Gus are at a mushroom farm speaking with the farmer. They're looking for the death cap and learn someone else was at the farm asking the same question. Uh, Yes, someone someone with a someone with a a a, what a boar a boar hand or a rhinoceros hand a hippo Hippo for a hand hippo hippo for a hand sunshine coming out of the mouth Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think yeah that's what they says yeah it's some guy that's like the farmer is clearly on mushrooms and i'm all describing him so they don't feel like they get anywhere with that yet but back at the psych office henry educates them on the veggie burger incident and learn a vegetarian group had a grudge with Antonio and could have framed him. They speak with the leader and rule her out as a suspect since someone else was recently killed. Gus and Sean now know it was someone at the paper and race there. They revealed it was the editor's assistant, Nick. He murdered Wagner. Gasp. He murdered Wagner to try to get the critic job. We see him earlier in the episode trying to like, talk up a bag of Cheetos in a real um, pretentious way. Airy, airy, but uh, the subtle flavor. (laughs) So that's the guy that did it. Uh, They arrest him and Santa Barbara is safe for another week. What? What? And then we get to the real quick, the hot clothes, because it's real quick. Uncle Burton is leaving and gives Gus his blessing to use the nickname Gus instead of Burton. And then that is pretty much it. I got it. I got to jump in immediately. Please. Guys. I loved this episode. Mm-hmm. I loved this episode so much. And I'm, I'm willing to hear dissenting opinions, but the things that it hit the most for me, um, the premise of, of, of what's going on with, with uncle Burton is that uh, the whole family, Gus's whole family, extended family thinks that Gus is the psychic at the psychic detective agency. And so they're doing a very Zach Morris type of, uh, well, we've got to keep up the lie. Let's hope that shenanigans don't ensue guys. Yep shenanigans ensued they ensue it uh but the premise was so funny and so you have so many scenes of gus taking the lead um or gus and sean finding a way to make it so that one of them is the one that's talking and the other one is interpreting and they do that a couple of times like just it's totally far-fetched but like really great little moments like that and it just it it gave it it gave dule hill the the spotlight for this episode and i i loved it i absolutely loved it i also we already mentioned it i already spoiled it but the the cooking montage where Mm. because they're going to all the restaurants they're not paying for any of that food i don't know that that's how anything works in the world but nonetheless they got a bunch of free meals including one where they're like i've never even reviewed this guy before (laughs) a lot they were eating lobsters yeah Yeah. (laughs) i just it was it was such a fun episode to me Uh and the you know the who done it i think everybody in the audience figured it out like by the halfway mark, like the first time that the assistant shows up. Um, but it, it didn't matter. I just, I had so much fun with this one. I like his classic slip up of saying the guy's name at the end. That's how he gives himself away. That's right. That's, that's a, right. Yeah. That's a, that is a classic slip up. <laughs> criminals. They're so dumb. They're so dumb. <laughs> Come on. Criminals. Especially in this show. Yeah. 
George, what'd you think of this episode? Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I think here's my, here's my gripe. Okay. okay. Get ready to hear a gripe. Uh-oh. I think uh, it's, a it's a George <laughs> gripe. It's a George gripe. Folks. It's a George gripe. I love that. because the initial finding of chef Antonio happens so quickly. Mm-hmm. I feel like the episode drags a little bit because there is not as much of an initial build. Um, it kind of plateaus a little bit pretty early on when then they're like, Oh, I think we had the wrong guy. Now it's like starting over again, but we're mm-hmm. already 10, 15 minutes into the episode. Right. Um, and Fully they're kind of starting from, from, from ground zero there. I, so, I, think that I feel like that with the murder plot, they did have almost like two or three different resets of, Oh, now we're starting over again. Yeah. Oh, and, now we're going back to something we already explored. Yeah. And, and they would just be like, Oh wait, I have a new suspect and it would just be this person we never heard of again. And then we never saw them again after that scene, <laughs> like the person uh, who had chained themselves to the, to the restaurant thing. That's exactly who I was thinking of the woman <laughs> yeah. who chained herself. And we were here that we hear the title of the episode in that scene. Yes. I do like that title. I'm going to, I'm going to hold my tongue. Wait until we get to another segment of the show. Um, Okay. Uh, (laughs) I also do think I will say specifically regarding that, that scene, um, even though Lassie acts like they are really like burning vegans. Good. The protest doesn't feel that patronizing to me. Like the way that they're depicting these protesters doesn't feel particularly condescending like you might expect it to, considering they are the butt of the joke here. That's fair. Um, uh, Yeah, so I just thought that that was interesting, especially considering the other things that we've seen not necessarily stand the test of time. Uh, the way that they acted about people uh, with moral dietary restrictions, I thought was uh, interestingly progressive. It was. I, I I could see. I totally see that point, especially with how they were depicted, because that seems like it would have been the easier route to make the joke. But they do make a few jokes, like Henry with his like, if you eat a burger without beef and complain oh, yeah. about flavor, you've lost sure. the right or whatever. But I think he's portrayed in that moment as very old and out of touch. And That's Sean true. is like, yeah, okay, just call someone a hippie and let's move on. Like, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that's an interesting point, too. And I would I did like this episode and we've talked about it before where there's the episodes where we know the villain the whole way. And we kind of get to know them more um, versus it's revealed right at the end. And I feel like when it's revealed right at the end, it, it more often than not makes for a overall weaker episode. But I think this episode is, is an exception. I did really like this one. And I think the reason is, is because they gave us something new while giving us uh, a formula that's maybe not as good as their other formulas, which is like a Gus heavy Gus backstory type of episode which we really haven't gotten before. So it did have, it's not a perfect one, but I did enjoy it. I mean, uncle Burton is great. Um, I really enjoy all like there's, there's a lot of really funny jokes in it. There's a lot of the twists. I, I agree with you, Georgia does kind of plateau because the Antonio thing comes like, there's no, there's not much payoff there. It comes right no. away and yeah. then the, it just kind of fizzles. So um 
I think a lot of the the character performances and like the the dialogue made up for maybe not as great of a story, but yeah, still still pretty good, pretty good. Not up there with the upper echelon, like the top tier season two episodes that we've seen, but better, I would say, than I think our last episode, the horse race one, which was just a, a clunker. Now, I, I'm I'm not gonna try to change hearts and minds here, you but should. I will say. One of the things I liked about this one was that the dialogue writing was snappy. It mm-hmm. was funny. It was interesting. And I think that's why even because I agree with the points you guys are making about the murder plot, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the crime storyline. I agree with all of that. But I also think that I, I, I laughed out loud during this episode yeah. multiple times. And I think that this was one where I'm like, they found their footing. Like we've talked about how like they're getting there and they've they've really landed. And I think this one just in terms of the dialogue, I think the jokes were snappy and they were they were timed well. I think that that in terms of the comedy of the show, this has been one of my favorite episodes. And I think I I think there were some great lines and Mm -hmm. some great line deliveries. That's fair. That's fair. And I think uh, one quick last thing before we move on is on Sean, just giving Gus the reins so willingly and really like diminishing what he does on a day-to-day basis, like just making it seem so easy and just like, Oh, this is nothing. You could just do it. Just do this. I thought was actually, we've seen Sean do some really fucked up things to Gus. And I think it was, uh, I thought it was nice that he played along here and, and he was and he, yeah. And he wasn't, he wasn't he a took dick some about digs it. though. He would kind of was a dick about it. Like all this <laughs> stuff about like the cleaning and how it should be. Gus's job to handle all. The I thought that was really, yeah. Stuff. That was I thought that, that was, was really tongue fun. in cheek joking though. Yeah, like, he I thought was that, like he, I feel like that's exactly how I would handle it. He took it a little it. far. I think he took it a little far. <laughs> I think um, I think we could have expected him to take it further. I, I think you could yeah. if, if Sean had been an absolute like dick the entire episode, that would have been like yeah. I mean that's how he treats Gus. So, well, compared to like other stuff like drugging and kidnapping him, I think that you know like <laughs> the, this. Is sure, on the grand scale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, because he did do that in one episode. But yes, uh, good, good episode. We'll get to the rankings, so you'll know what we officially thought of it. But before we do that, mm. I thought maybe we could. I teased it before, but let's get into the Gus Gush. Oh, oh, can I go? Wait, first? I also I do first? have a pee break, by the way. Oh, Ooh, please. Yeah. Why don't do we do that first? Yeah, let's I do have to pee. pee so let's let's do the pee break first. OK. All right. So I paused it. I paused the tape when <laughs> when Gus or not Gus, when Sean was sitting at his new desk at the newspapers and I looked at all the stuff on his desk. Nice. And Eagle eye. Um, yeah, he's got uh, photos of him and Gus at American duos, a uh, photo of the <laughs> so dino cute. skull. And his cute. hat from the Civil War episode. Oh, that's really cute. That's awesome. Those are just the touches on the show that are like, yeah, I didn't notice at first, but I really do appreciate. I really like that. attention to detail. And 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 building their own mythology, like mm-hmm. like like acknowledging the events that have happened in the show. Yeah. yeah. World building. Really good. Kind of. All right, JP, you wanted to get in there first with Gus Gosh. I got I got it because it was my favorite moment of the entire episode. And I just I I actually clapped my hand. It's when Gus delivered the titular line to the vegan who was it was handcuffed to the 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 the, the shop front or whatever. And he 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 gave the meat is murder 
but murder is also murder. And he's so serious and just trying to impress his uncle. And I just, it was so great. I loved that moment so much. That was great. And I'm just going to jump right in because I have the exact same one. That was just, it was, yeah, there's so many good Gus moments here in this episode, but I have, I wrote it down. That was my, that was my favorite one. Very funny. Very good line delivery too. Yes. Um, I am not going to be in agreement with you fellas. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually am going to pick a more serious moment. Oh, and I'm going to pick when in the kitchen, in the initial um, crime scene investigation uh, with the, the critics, it stinks uh, <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> it stinks. Um, there it is. When Sean is pushing Gus, to take the lead here um he says look around and make an observation and gus looks around and correctly surmises in fact that she is a terrible cook based on the clues given and i love that he is able to function on the same level that sean is that they really are equals and that that is why i think sean keeps him around it's not just because they're friends it's because he does understand what gus is bringing to the table Mm -hmm. and it's that he is an incredible detective as well absolutely such a great point dude great and such a great moment and it's it's i think the show is more fun when gus and sean are fist bumping than Mm -hmm. when they're bickering oh yeah like the bickering the bickering is a part of it too but i i love it when they're on the same page they're on the same team yes absolutely George, really, really good Gus Gosh. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm glad you changed it <laughs> up on us. Now, let me ask you guys, did you uh, spot the pineapple in this episode? I will say maybe. I don't yeah, know because I, I do know <laughs> I heard the word pineapple. Yeah. Oh, uh, exactly. I think you're right. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and admit I did not. I did not. I missed it. I didn't realize it. Um, Riggs thinks he heard the word pineapple. He thinks that has something to do with it. George, what about you? Yeah, I there was no visible pineapple, but they talked about one. It was and when, when was Gus it? was. It was when, when Gus is. Oh, yeah. It, sorry, yeah, when he's all garbled, when he has mm-hmm. to, when he's just saying nonsense words. One of them was pineapple. You're right at the end. Right. Yeah, that's right. It's the official pineapple of the episode. Uh, this is bullshit. I'm mad yeah. that yeah. that was it. <laughs> yeah, nope, that was it. That was it. <laughs> they were in cool. a restaurant. Like I was looking for it too. Like when they were in Antonio's, I was like, okay, I paused that scene so many times. There's got to be a pineapple in the background. <laughs> they know. They know that we're looking for it in the restaurant. So right. They're 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 mixing <sighs> it up. That's so true. I did not. But yes, you guys are correct. Uh, uh, at the newspaper, Gus blurts out key laces, shoe horses pineapples mm, i don't feel good about this one Mm-mm. well we get the point yeah yes that point feels good point feels good you're still got a <laughs> commanding lead probably never catch up to you um but yeah i don't know where we're at right now but the list that's a listener's job they'll they'll figure yeah, it out listeners we need to by the end of the season we need to have a final tally so we can know who's winning the pineapple game because mm-hmm. there's a big prize at the event <laughs> real big prize wow yeah, but that's after the movies too. You mm-hmm. got to get through. You got to get through the movies. The, the yeah. movies are like sudden death. Like you have to identify all the pineapples in the movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Otherwise you die. Yeah. Otherwise you die. <laughs> are there multiple pineapples in the movies? 
I'm not talent. No, I really wow. don't. <laughs> I don't really don't know. And I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to know. I want to go into it with virgin you gotta eyes. On, you got to go in blind. Yeah. I almost yep. would prefer that there is only one in the whole movie. And it's like a four hour. It's like a, like a boyhood movie. It's like four hours. Yeah, exactly. You see the pineapple grow. <laughs> That's it. That's the movie. Oh, God. No. All right. We got one last thing to do. Um, our official pineapple rankings. Now, I believe one of you two went first last time. I guess it doesn't really matter, except for the person that goes first gets to change their score. But I'm just gonna go to you. You do it. Yeah, read. Uh, I think up. I went first. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll take the power. I like this episode overall. I liked it. It had some problems. It, uh, some problems that we've already talked about that I don't want to mention again because we talk about uh, or I've talked about them at length. I feel like we're you know, the victim thing and all that stuff. You don't really know who they are, blah, blah, blah. But overall, I liked it. Like I said, I think the dialogue and the character performance makes up for the the lack of a really compelling story. And I was still entertained throughout. I uh, I really like stuff that takes place in restaurants, too. I just am a sucker for that. I just like it. I think it was cool. I like when Gus and Sean uh, pretended to be the health inspectors. Uh, it always really does it for me. Um and the Lassie and Jewel stuff was good too. Henry was pretty funny sometimes, but also still very Henry. Um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with seven, seven pineapples. I feel like that's too high, but I'm gonna go with it. But I went first, so I can change it based on what you guys say. Whoever wants to that's go fair. next, go for it. It's fair, George. I want to hear. I want to hear what you got to say. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it's a pretty good app, I guess. I mean, I just, to me, it feels a little thrown together. I think that they said we have Gus's Uncle Burton coming. Great. I think that they do a lot with that. But I think that some of the other aspects of the show paid the price a little bit. This is just my opinion. And if you guys enjoyed it more than me, that's wonderful. I'm thrilled for you, but <laughs> that sounds so patronizing, but it's true. Oh, I'm thrilled uh, for you, <laughs> but I just don't, um, I don't know. The performances from everyone felt a little muted compared to the normal stature. And I don't know if it's because it was a different dynamic for the characters. And mm-hmm. so the actors were maybe, still fiddling a little bit with it and and maybe it wasn't quite perfect yet you know uh i think that having to kind of bring in the the gang as it were by way of the horoscopes like that's the only way that they managed to get these people in there really um for juliet and and lassiter and everything it just felt like another way of of like um I don't know. Like, it just felt like they were like, all right, we have to get them in. You know, we have, we ever we have to see everybody. So <laughs> this will be, and I look, I think that the horoscopes were funny, but it still felt a little forced to me. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it winds up just being a pretty good episode for me. And so keeping in mind that I'm trying to balance out the scale here for myself, the scale that I'm using, uh, I am going to say that this is a four and a half pineapple episode for me. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, 
nine pineapples. Wow. Nine pineapples. Guys, I, I, and that's fine. And, and George, I'm glad that you're happy for me. <laughs> I am. He's so pissed. Um, I no, I, I really. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm so mad. No, I, I, I really. I, and, and yeah, I just, I, I think this episode gave me some things that I've been waiting for from this show. Um, the humor, especially the, the, the bonds between the characters. I just, and, and like the goofiness, like, like Lassiter walking back through backwards through doors because he wants to get a promotion. Mm -hmm. Like it just hit for me. And, and I, I, you know, and I'm really, I really, I'm glad that other people didn't have as good of a time watching it. I'm really happy (laughs) for you. Um, but uh, (laughs) thank you, JP. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I just, it, it really, for whatever reason, and I recognize it's just me individually, but this one really did it for me. Really love this episode. Great. Nice. No, that's good. I mean, I like this is the first episode where we've really been all over the board here. There's a we, golf. It's true. There's yeah. a golf here, folks. Yeah. Which I, yeah. I like. I like hearing the different uh, different takes on stuff. And that's what the listeners are going to like, too. If you think I like it, the listeners are going to These <laughs> freaks are going to eat it up. They're going to be so happy that mm-hmm. I enjoyed the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm, part, I'm one of them. I'm one of the fans. I subscribe. All right. Well, that's it. Oh, well, wait, Reeks. You're, yes. you're sticking with your seven? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with my seven. I think, uh, you know, we're kind of, like I said, we're all over the board here, which I like. But yeah, I think it's, I think that, that I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Sure. I am too. Yeah. Me too. Nice. Well, that's it. Well, this is the last episode. We <laughs> yeah, on where they're breaking up the band here. We <laughs> can go actually. on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, George, let us uh, real quick. Let them know where they can find us. Oh, sure. Uh, heard Pluto Pod on Twitter. Yes. And heard about Pluto Pod on Gmail. Nice. And you'd think by now I would know that off the top of my head. You and crushed yet, it. Well, I have to look at it. I have to look at it on my notes every single time. <laughs> yes that's where you could find us please do that rate and review and listen and then listen to us next week for season two episode seven we'll see you then bye bye smooches